Hello, everyone. Before we begin, we would like to thank our generous, sustaining sponsors. Your donations go directly towards the musical theater artists you hear on our program. If you have an interest in becoming a sustaining member, head to our site at patreon.com slash whatwillshedonext. For as little as $3 a month, you have the power to keep the show running. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Thanks. And a quick note for our younger listeners. This episode does feature themes of wartime, mild violence, and the use of loud noises. If these subjects are not suitable for your family, please check out another one of our past episodes. Hello, and welcome to another bite-sized episode of What Will She Do Next? I'm your host, Gabrielle Mirabella, and together with composer Ernie Bird, Faster, we've created a podcast that celebrates some of our favorite historical women. Hurry up! On today's episode, we take a brief look at the life of Captain Annie G. Fox, a member of the American Army Nurse Corps and the first woman to receive the Purple Heart Award. This episode was written and narrated by myself with music and production by Ernie Bird. <gasps> Time's up. Enjoy. What will she do next? What will she do next? Her name is true, but will she see it through? Oh, what will she do next? Annie G. Fox was born August 4, 1893, in the small Nova Scotian village of Pubnico. Not much is known about Annie's childhood, but in 1918, as the First World War was coming to an end, 25-year-old Annie started her career in the newly formed United States Army Nurse Corps. Although the first women nurses did not serve in the American Army until February of 1901, women nurses had played a significant role in every American conflict starting with the Revolutionary War in 1775. Mothers, sisters, and wives of American troops were tasked with caring for the sick and injured soldiers fighting for independence from Great Britain. Their attention to cleanliness and food preparation was also essential to the health and success of the army. The Civil War started in 1861, and with it came an even greater need for volunteer nurses. On April 12, 1861, Dorothea Lind Dix was chosen as superintendent of women nurses for the Union Army. Dorothea and others worked to offer these volunteer nurses a meager yet well-deserved salary of $12 a month. One famous Civil War time nurse was Louisa May Alcott, author of the popular novel Little Women. In her short book, Hospital Sketches, Louisa describes her instantaneous transition from writer into wartime nurse. As boys going to sea immediately become nautical in speech, walk as if they have already had their sea legs on, and shiver their timbers on all possible occasions, so I turned military at once, called my dinner my rations, saluted all newcomers, and ordered a dress parade that very afternoon. 
40 years later, in 1898, America saw a new conflict with the Spanish-American War. Nurses were once again called to action, now receiving a salary of $30 a month for their work. And in 1901, the Army created a permanent nurse corps, allowing nurses and women a home in the U.S. Army. Surgeon General George M. Sternberg congratulated the new service women, saying, American women may feel proud of the record made by these nurses, for every medical officer with whom they served has testified to their intelligence and skill, their earnestness, devotion, and self-sacrifice. Nurse Annie G. Fox was just one of these intelligent and devoted military members, and for the next 20 years, she would be stationed in various places all over the world. And on August 1, 1941, after rising to the rank of First Lieutenant, Annie G. Fox was transferred to Oahu, Hawaii, where she soon became Chief Nurse of the island's brand new Hickam Field Hospital. But little did Annie know that after just one month of becoming head nurse, her quiet island base at Pearl Harbor would forever change the course of world history. It was early morning December 7, 1941, when the first Japanese military planes were spotted off the coast of the American naval base at Pearl Harbor. The events that would follow were surprising and devastating. At this point in history, the world was two years into the Second World War, and the country of Japan had its sights on expanding into Southeast Asia. But with American forces so nearby in Hawaii, Japan decided to take action, destroying American boats and planes in a surprise attack. Annie G. Fox and the other Army nurses stationed at Hickam Field Hospital could hear the fighter planes howling above. Knowing that time was of the essence, the nurses, with Annie as their leader, got to work preparing bandages, beds, and medicine. Injured soldiers poured into the hospital, many of them with terrible burns caused by explosions. The amount of wounded were far greater than the nurses available, so Annie had to think quickly. Without missing a beat, she calmly came up with a solution, gathering volunteer nurses and teaching them to care for the wounded. Another problem, Annie realized, were the lack of hospital beds available. Again, Annie found a solution, creating safe places all over the hospital for the injured to recover. The attack on the naval base at Pearl Harbor launched America directly into World War II. The war, which had started in 1939, would last until September 2, 1945, following the surrender of the German army and the devastating atomic bombings of Japanese cities Hiroshima and Nagasaki. The events of December 7, 1941 at Pearl Harbor began and ended all within a matter of hours. The hospital at Hickam Field, its staff, 
and Annie G. Fox were all far from prepared. But with the use of Annie's skills as a nurse and her intense focus, Annie was able to successfully lead her staff through that frightful winter morning. And because of her heroism, because of her ability to stay calm and focused during an emergency, one year later, at the age of 47 years old, Annie G. Fox was awarded the Purple Heart Medal. On May 26, 1943, Annie was later promoted to the rank of captain, and then major. And after retirement, she settled in San Diego, California with her two sisters. And at the age of 93 years old, Major Annie G. Fox passed away. Bravery comes in many forms. Yes, a soldier must show great courage on the battlefield. But who are they that run onto the battlefield when the soldier needs help? Who are the women and men who work side by side with doctors to save lives, but who also continue to care for the patients throughout the healing process? Nurses are a fundamental part of the American military. They have been present in its history since the country first began, and they continue their hard work today, on and off the battlefield. Like Captain Annie G. Fox and nurses everywhere, we have the power to handle any situation with courage, skill, and grace. So, I wonder, what will you do next?